listening to Impact Sports Daily, WDBN's daily rundown of all things sports. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Impact Sports Daily. I am your host, Matt Merrifield, joined today by two co-hosts. I have Jacob Phillips and Jada Coster with me in the studio today here in the basement of Holden Hall. A lot of football coming up this weekend. It's conference championship week in college football. The college football playoff gets decided this weekend. And obviously more NFL coming up, getting into December. Playoffs are getting closer and closer. First, we're going to start off with NFL. Last night on Thursday Night Football, the Dallas Cowboys traveled to New Orleans and defeated the Saints 27-17. to I'm going to start with J- or Jacob. Sorry, Jacob, what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah. Coming into that game, I actually picked the Saints to win by about three, and I was just really surprised at how poorly they played. I know Taysom Hill didn't get a whole lot of time in, but I I think it was just really shocking that it wasn't as close a game as I thought it would be. Uh, Jay, what were your thoughts? Yeah, um, yeah, I thought Taysom Hill, not not a great performance by him. Uh, Four interceptions, just not, not a great day. And as far as for the Saints... Trying to save their season, five five game losing streak on uncharted waters for Sean Payton right now, and then New Orleans Saints. You know, especially losing Jameis Winston was pretty big for them because you know they were playing well with them. You know, start off to a five and two start and then go on this go on this big losing streak, especially with the loss last night and then the blowout loss against the Bills on Thanksgiving. You know, tough loss for them. And the Cowboys are eight and four now and they're rolling with their high powered offense, even though their offense didn't look that great last night, especially with the play calling from Kellen Moore at the end there. A lot of passing the ball, kind of one-dimensional from the Cowboys. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought that Taysom Hill just—I mean, obviously not a great for great game for him. He really struggled, obviously throwing the four picks. The Saints—I mean, they're up against the wall at this point at five and seven, and I mean they have a couple winnable games coming up. They do play the Jets next weekend on the road, but the Jets can be a tough team, especially defensively. So if their offense still continues to struggle, that could be a game that they end up losing. Um, I do think that. They just I, – I don't think they'll make the playoffs at this point. Mm-hmm. They've really shown mm-hmm. that the five-game losing streak is tough to come back from, and I don't see any way without Jameis Winston coming back where they get back into the playoff push, and there's too many tough teams in the NFC at this point. Especially with the Jets, they – at home, they, they beat a Bengals team that, you know, is 7-4 and four and right in the mix for the AFC wild cards. so anything can happen. So Yeah, and not yeah. to mention, I think this loss for the Saints really shows how crucial it is that they get Alvin Kamara back. I mean – his loss really has coincided and caught, pretty much caused this losing streak, and it's been really bad. I think if you're the Saints, you really need to focus on building not only that quarterback spot, but you know making sure you got a solid backup running back here. Yeah, I definitely think that obviously losing your quarterback is always tough, but then losing your superstar running back that really has carried your offense for the last few years, that can't be easy, losing your t- biggest two offensive weapons. And for the Cowboys, the good win for them going on the road on mm-hmm. Thursday night. Obviously, they haven't played well as of late. Probably should have won on on Thanksgiving last week. Tough game to drop at home. So it's nice to see them get back into it. Like you said, Jay, the offensive play calling wasn't very good towards the end, but they found a way to win, and they're continuing to hold their spot in the NFC East. Absolutely, and in, in NFC East, still not a very good division. They're, they're most likely they're going to win that. Up. But you know, I look for the Cowboys going forward. Their defense, Micah Parsons, probably could be Rookie of the Year behind um, – Sertan. Sertan, yeah, Sertan. Sertan's had a great year, but 
Micah Parsons is definitely in the conversation for that defensive rookie of the year. And then on offense, you know, you got CD Lamb, you got Amari Cooper back, and Dak is still, you know, knock on wood healthy. And Ze- Zeke, I don't know what's going on with him. He's got he's got that knee injury. He suffered week four against Carolina, and he's not really running that well. So it looks like Tony Pollard is kind of the main back right now. So yeah, he was our leading rusher last night. Uh, Jacob, any other thoughts? Yeah, you know, I just think that this makes the battle for the NFC East a little bit more interesting. You know, you've had Washington football team kind of come back in the past mm-hmm. few weeks and show that they're not just not quite out of the running. The Eagles have been pretty strong this year. And I think Dallas is showing, you know, despite a couple setbacks here and there, that they're still looking to take the division this year. Definitely. And now we're going to get into our NFL weekend preview. We'll make our picks on some of the games coming up on Sunday and Monday, actually. First game, Sunday at 1 o'clock, the Chargers travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Justin Herbert gets his first gets a shot to take on Joe Burrow, probably the two best quarterbacks from last year's draft class. I'm going to start with Jay. What's your pick? I do like I do like the Chargers in this game. I think this is kind of a bounce-back game for them that they, they have to win, especially losing on the road against Denver last week and a couple other brutal losses earlier in the season. So yeah, I do think Justin Herbert and the Chargers bounce back here and beat the Bengals. So. Jacob, your, your pick? I, I have to go with the Bengals on this one. I think Justin Herbert's been a little bit too inconsistent for my for my taste, and I really like the combination of just Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. That offense has been really, really exciting to watch this year, so I got to go with the Bengals on this. I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. I'm going to stick with Jay on this one. The I like how I think Justin Herbert's going to bounce back. I think they realize they need to win this one to continue to hold on to their playoff spot and continue to fight in a tough AFC uh, wildcard battle. And for the Bengals, just this year, they have yet to prove that they can play three, four games in a row without dropping, laying an egg. And I think this is one of those games where they, they could likely lay an egg against a very good Chargers team. So in our next pick of the weekend, we have the, the Minnesota Vikings travel to Detroit to take on the Lions. Will the Lions finally win this weekend? No, they will not. I, I like the Vikings, but I do like the Lions to keep a close covering the 7.5, so we'll have to see. Dan Campbell trying to get his first win after that debacle last week on Thanksgiving against the Bears. You know, I, I felt like the Lions should have won that game, but we'll have to we'll have to see if the Lions can get their first win. Yeah, Jared Goff is starting this weekend. Probably doesn't make much of a difference. Jacob, what's your pick? I, I have to agree. I, I kind of want to point out what Jay said has kind of been the theme for the Lions this year is they should have won that game, <laughs> um, and I think that's probably going to be the case here. They don't go out, and they don't really get blown out a whole lot. The, um, you know, so I agree. I like them sticking you know, close within seven points for this game. But I think the Vikings are just more of a consistent team. I think the Lions just haven't quite found what it takes to win yet. I think that, that's just very clear this year. Vikings are one. Sorry, Matt, but the Vikings are also one of those teams that we should have won that game. They've been a lot of close games, losing the, losing the Niners last week. And yeah, just the theme theme for these two teams this season. So obviously, like you talk about the close games when the Lions went, traveled to Minnesota back in Week Five, Lions looked like they had the game won there with a minute and a half left, and then Greg Joseph hit the game-winning field goal to win it by two. The Lions have lost, I believe, it's five games by one possession this year since their bye week. The last three weeks, they tied to the Steelers, lost at the Browns by three, and then obviously losing by two on Thanksgiving. So they have played it close. I'm still going to go with the Vikings here. I mean, I don't see any reason why the Lions would win this weekend. The Vikings need to continue to win a game like this. They have to do it if they want to get in the wild card spot. So I'm going to go with the Vikings. Next game, 
big big matchup. Uh, it's an AFC-NFC matchup, but big for both teams fighting for a wild-card spot. You have the Washington football team traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. I like, yeah, I like Washington in this. I, I think they're they're on a roll right now with their with their defense playing much better down the stretch here, and with Taylor Heineke playing much better, and Terry McLaurin starting starting to get it going here. Um, I just I still don't believe in the Raiders. I just I, I said it earlier a few week couple weeks a few weeks ago. I said this is going to be the collapse of their season, and well, they start off like six and three now. What was it like six and three or seven and three? And now they're well, they're, they're now not, six and five. So yeah, but yeah, yes. they six and five since they're by. Excuse me, since they're by, they're one and three. Exactly. So, yeah, I, th- I think that I think the Raiders lose this game. So, yeah, I have to agree. I I like Washington in this. I think Washington didn't have the a great start to this year, but I think they really managed to find their rhythm in the past couple weeks, and you know, taking on teams like the Buccaneers. That's not an easy win for Washington, but you know, and the Raiders just seem to really rely too much on a I'm, I'm blanking here unfortunately but you know the, the Raiders just don't seem to be keeping that consistent level of play they, they really haven't been able to prove that they should be a playoff worthy team so I, I like Washington here they seem to be hitting their stride late in the season I do like how Washington is playing really well right now obviously the Raiders were able to put a big pull out a big win last weekend on the road in Thanksgiving their schedule after this week gets really tough. They go to Kansas City, to Cleveland. They play the Broncos, play the Colts, and then finish. Go to the Colts and then host the Chargers. Finish up the year. Not many winnable games right there. A lot of tough games to, that you're gonna have to win. So I'm gonna go with them this weekend because they know they need the win. It's at home and they play last week Thursday, so they get like the mini buy. And Washington just played on Monday night and it has to travel out west. So I just think it's a tough situation for Washington. It'll be a close game, but I think Derek Carr. He's going to help, and he's had a tremendous season, and he's going to help get a win for the Raiders. Next game, 4 o'clock on Sunday, the Ravens travel to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. This is my upset. I think the Steelers are going to win. I think AFC North Battle, anything can happen. And the Ravens, have, you know, despite their record, they've shown some flaws you know, in these close games. Almost lost to a Bears team that's 3-7. and seven. You know, you Lamar Jackson turned the ball for turned the ball over four or five times against against the Browns on Sunday night. Um, yeah, I, I like the Steelers at home here, especially at Heinz Field. So, I I would have to keep going with the Ravens on this one. I think looking back at their record, I think that they're bet that they just have more talent. But I also do see that possibility of the Steelers upsetting them easily. I think it comes down to if the Steelers' defense really can, you know, let the their offense get a lead and then protect it and take advantage of Lamar Jackson kind of being in that weird situation where he's had a couple of bad games. He's probably not in the best mindset right now. So I think if the Steelers could take advantage of that, I can see an upset. But I also think this is a bounce-back game for the Ravens. I think the Ravens will win this weekend. Uh, the weather in Pittsburgh is supposed to be 50 degrees and sunny. So I think if it was a you know a nice rainy, snowy slush game, it might fa- it would obviously favor the Patriots, or not the Patriots, the Steelers. I'm sorry. If I'm not mistaken, T.J. Watt is not playing this weekend. I believe he's in uh, COVID protocol. Oh really? Oh, I believe okay. so. So I'm I'm gonna go with the Ravens on this one. I, I agree with Jay. This is one of those games you feel like the Steelers would go out and win. I think it'll be a close one, obviously being a division <coughs> battle. But I'm gonna go with the Ravens on this one too continue and hold on to their AFC lead. Final, well, technically, final Monday, sorry, last game of the Pick'em, 
Monday night, big one in the AFC East, probably the most exciting game of the week. The Patriots travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. Can't wait for this one. I'm going to take the Patriots. I just think the way they're playing with their their much improved defense and with what 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 Mac Jones is doing and with that offensive line and that running game. I mean, the Bills like they beat a they beat a bad Saints team, and I don't think they've really shown me that they can beat a team like this so far in, so far this year, in my opinion. So I do like I do like the Patriots to win this game and take good decent good control of the AFC East. Yeah, I would have to agree. I think the Bills team we've seen this year is far from what we saw last year. They've really been struggling. You know, can't quite put their finger on why. And the Patriots seem to be hitting their stride. Now, I will say Mac Jones is still pretty untested. I think this will be his biggest challenge so far is having to travel up to Buffalo to beat them. I th- I think being on the road against a team that does have the potential to pull out big wins is really going to prove whether or not this Patriots team is a dominant force in the AFC. I would agree that this is definitely his first road test. The only other big road game he's had to play this year was at L.A. against the Chargers, which they did win. I'm going to go with the Bills on Monday night at home. It's t- I mean, I think both teams have a clear advantage when they play at home, so that's why I'm going to go with Buffalo here. Having, you know, play on Monday night, get the extra day. They also did play on Thanksgiving, so similar to the Raiders, just getting that mini buy. Plenty of time to prepare for a built, built very good coached, a very well coached team in the Patriots. It's going to be close. It's going to be the best game of the weekend, I think. I'm going to go with the Bills to win this one. Now we're going to move into our college pick em of the week. It's conference championship week, 10 conference championships on the docket, and we are going to pick them all starting off Friday night, tonight, actually. We're recording this on Friday morning, obviously. Western Kentucky travels to the Alamo Dome to take on the Roadrunners of UTSA. UTSA, 11-1 on the year, lost their undefeated season last week, was ranked in the top 20 in the country at one point. Jay, who's what's your pick? Yeah, I do like UTSA to bounce back in this game and, you know, win against Western Kentucky, that high-powered hilltopper offense. So, you know, a great season for them so far, and I think it's going to continue to roll after that tough loss last week. Yeah, I'd have to agree, you know, Western Kentucky going to the Alamo Dome, playing UTSA. I I just think UTSA has got the advantage in that one. Uh, Definitely, I'm going with UTSA as well. Both teams did play early in the year. It was a close. I believe it was decided by six points. Very high-scoring team. Obviously, we saw that. uh, Western Kentucky put up points against anybody. UTSA can match that. And I think being at home, I definitely think they can Mm -hmm. win this one. Also, tonight at 8 o'clock, the Oregon Ducks get their rematch the against rematch. the rematch against the Utah Utes in Las Vegas for the Pac-12 championship. Jay, what's you know, it's pick? hard. It's hard to be a team twice, as they always say, but I gotta go Utah in this one. I just think the way they dominated Oregon a couple weeks ago at at um at Utah, I just think Utah's the better team here. I I really like their offense and Oregon. I just don't think they've really shown me that they can, you know, be in these type of games against good teams. Matt, I don't know. What about you, Jacob? You know, I kind of have a feeling that Oregon can pull this one off. Mm. You know, I know Oregon's kind of been bouncing around a lot this year in the ratings, you know, losing games they probably should have, winning games they probably shouldn't have. And I really think that, you know, like you said, it's hard to beat a team twice. I I just think that I, you know, I've got a feeling that Oregon can pull this one off in Vegas. 
Uh, I, it's, it's, I'm going back and forth on this one. Obviously, winner will play in the Rose Bowl against somebody from the Big Ten. That remains to be seen. Probably Ohio State, right? Uh, de- obviously, it just depends on yeah, whether yeah. or not Iowa or Michigan wins this weekend. We'll have to wait and see. I'm going to go with Oregon on this one. It's tough. The way they got beat by Utah, part of me thinks you know it'll happen again, but I highly doubt Mario Cristobal does a good job coaching that Oregon team. A lot of talent on that defense. I doubt they get blown out again. And I think they'd come out with a win on, uh, come out a win with this one, and they'll be headed to the Rose Bowl for. I mean, it seems like they go to the Rose Bowl every other year. I mean, Probably, Oregon's yeah. been really good the last decade. And moving on to Saturday afternoon at noon in the MAC Championship down at Ford Field, the Kent State Golden Flashes take on the Huskies of Northern Illinois. The MAC Championship. Uh, <laughs> I got Kent State in this one. I just Rocky Lombardi's out for NIU, so. I just think Kent State's the better team. So, Yeah, I think Rocky Lombardi's kind of been one of those driving forces for NIU. With him being out, I, I got to agree. I'm going to pick Kent State yeah. in this one. I would also agree. Uh, and I would pick NIU if Rocky Lombardi was healthy. Obviously, they lost by five at Kent State earlier in the year. Rocky Lombardi was healthy. And obviously, NIU lost badly to Western Michigan last weekend without Rocky. So they're definitely a much different team. So I'm going to have to go with uh, the Golden Flashes here. Also note, obviously, we don't have video on this podcast, but the uniforms that Kent State will be wearing tomorrow, very cool, nice light blue uniforms. Kind oh, of, I like, love those. They look like the Chargers <laughs> a little bit. So definitely sweet uniforms. So they're winning the uniform battle, and they will definitely win the battle on the field. The other noon game tomorrow, the Big 12 Championship down at Jerry World in Dallas. Baylor gets their rematch against Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State playing probably for a spot in the playoff. Jay, who do you have? Yeah, I like Oklahoma State in this one. I think Mike Gundy will get his team ready to go for a college football playoff appearance. And obviously this, this is a must-win game for them. And Baylor, you know, if they, if they win this game, you're looking at um, a Sugar Bowl appearance and, you know, 11-1 season. What do they go? Uh, they're 10-2 and two right now. 10-2. and two, So it would be 11-2 and two season for them. So I like OK State in this one. Yeah, I got to agree. I, I like the way Oklahoma State's been playing all year. I think they've been really consistent in the rankings and really proving that they're one of those top-level programs this year. So i got to pick them over Baylor. It's a tough game for Baylor. Obviously, their backup quarterback had to play last week and will now be playing against this week because Jerry Bohannon is out. It's a tough game. They When they lost at Oklahoma State back all in October, so they haven't played in two months, so definitely plenty of time for these two teams to change. The running game was the difference for Oklahoma State. I think Baylor also has to run the ball well. It's going to be close. I think I'm going to go with the Pokes here. Oklahoma State's going to pull one out and will be in the college football playoff come Sunday afternoon. Next game at 3 o'clock on Saturday, Utah State travels to San Diego to take on the Aztecs of San Diego State. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> I, I like San Diego State in this one. I just think I just think they're the better team, especially how they played last week. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. The way they've been looking recently, I would have to go with San Diego State in this one. Yeah, they're 11-1 on the year. They've had a great season. Uh, I see no reason why they can't pull out another strong win at home. Like I do like how some of the uh, Group of Five championship games are still played at home fields of the top mm-hmm. of the higher team because it just makes it more fun, obviously. Imagine like imagine that happened in the SEC where you had to travel to Bryant-Denny Stadium to that'd win. Be, that'd be that, awesome. That'd be, I mean, that'd be pretty I'd cool. But obviously, it may, I just like it when you watch, you turn it on TV and you get to see it for some of these smaller schools. Anyways... Moving on to the Apps uh, Sun Belt Championship game. Sorry, Sun Belt Championship at three thirty on Saturday. 
the Appalachian State Mountaineers travel to Louisiana Lafayette to take on the Raging Cajuns. Who do you got? Jay? I do like the Raging Cajuns. Raging Cajuns in this one, so we'll see. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I think it's going to be a close game no matter what, but I got to pick LSU to pull it out on this one. I would also or not LSU. Yeah, I also, uh, the only issue with uh, Louisiana Lafayette is that their head coach, Billy Napier, is taking the job at Florida. I believe he is still coaching tomorrow afternoon to help them get their uh, Sun Belt championship. They beat up on App State earlier in the year by almost 30 points. They get them at home again. I don't understand. Uh, Louisiana is three are three-point underdogs, which I don't see why. Not sure why. Maybe I'm missing something there, but I'm going to go with Lafayette in this one. I think they're going to win outright and get another Sun Belt championship. In the American Conference, Houston, who sits currently at 11-1, travels to Cincinnati to take on the Bearcats, who are fighting for a playoff spot. I do feel like this is kind of a trap game for Cincy. Like, I, I might be crazy. Um, maybe Cincy will roll them, but... Who knows what could happen in college football this year? I mean, obviously you had Michigan beating Ohio State last weekend, and you had OK State beating uh, Oklahoma and Bedlam. Maybe Houston can find a way to pull off the upset here and and pull pull a spoiler. And since he doesn't get in, but I do think since he will win this game, but I do like since or I do like Houston to cover the ten and a half points spread and keep it a little close. Yeah, I've been very skeptical of Cincinnati all year. I just have not liked the way their schedule looked. I think one of the they haven't really played a whole lot of big teams. I think the only one really of note is they beat Notre Dame, which, you know, it, it is a proving point. But to be ranked number four, I kind of want to see a team be tested a lot more. So I agree that this is a trap game. Uh, I think Houston would definitely, you know, cover. But, you know, I'd, I, I am going to kind of bend to peer pressure and pick Cincinnati on this one. Uh should be noted that Cincinnati has not played a ranked opponent since the Notre Dame game. They have played all conference play. None of the other American teams that they have played have been ranked when they have played them. Houston, I mean, they have the last ranked team they played was SMU on Halloween. Houston's been looked really good lately as of as of late. It's gonna be close. There will be an upset this weekend to knock somebody out, whether it's I mean, I Bama's not an upset. I do think one of Oklahoma State, Cincinnati, or Michigan will lose this weekend. I think You're it's gonna. Houston. I'm gonna pick Houston. I'm oh, gonna go. I'm gonna go with the man. Cougars to go into Cincinnati and win this one. I'm not sure how. I do like their quarterback a lot, and I just think they're gonna win this one. Clayton Tune. I love the name first off, but I, I really think that they're gonna go in and take out Cincinnati and keep them out of the play. And one, and one more point. You said you said Houston's gonna win. So if Michigan loses, we're looking at maybe Ohio State getting in. Uh, how do you, I think uh, that would no, work? Dame, I mean, we're gonna talk about I this mean, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and we're gonna talk about who's in, who's out. But I, I, there's gonna be some chaos on Sunday afternoon. Yep. I really expect it. Moving into the four o'clock game on Sunday, probably I would consider the game of the weekend. Everybody's looking forward to it. One versus three, Georgia, Bama down at down in Atlanta. Who do you have? Man, I mean. I do like Georgia to win this game, but I think it'll be very close. Bama's a six-and-a-half-point dog here. I don't like betting against Nick Saban. Um, I just don't think it's a great decision. So I like Georgia to win this game and keep that number one spot in the college football playoff, but I do like Bama to keep it pretty close. So, Yeah, it, it's really weird seeing Alabama be an underdog for once, but you know how they played last weekend really, really shocked me in how kind of 
poorly they performed. And so I'd have to I'd have to go with Georgia on this one. You know, I, I don't like going against Nick Saban, but I think that he just, he doesn't have the team this year that he normally does. The Heisman will be decided at 4 o'clock on Saturday. If Bryce Young goes out and wins, you, you just hand them the trophy. Yeah. Yeah, you have to expect uh, no that. Doubt. He's going to have to play really well. Picking against Nick Saban's dangerous. Obviously, he's, I believe, I saw a stat yesterday of the times he's been an underdog at Bama. It's happened like eight times. He's won seven of them. Like, in one outright seven of the times. It's ridiculous. Um, I'm going to go, I think Bama will cover the mm-hmm. six and a half. Yep. It's going to be really close. And I think they're going to make the committee think about keeping them out of the playoff. But I'm gonna have to go with UGA in this one. I just think Georgia's defense Georgia's, is way too Georgia's good. Georgia's so good. I mean, they how many po- how many? I think you probably know this map, but how many points have they held teams this I year? I think the defense itself has given up 69 points all year, which is Jeez, that's shoot, a, 12 that's games. Six, that's absolutely. I mean, ridiculous. they they took that number one spot and they have held it I mean, all year with yeah, good reason. If, if if you actually put the rankings together based on a power ranking, you'd have Georgia at one, and you'd have I mean I I. Mean, I the big gap between Basically everybody Georgia else. at the yeah. top and everybody yeah. else at the bottom. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. It's, it's there's a big difference in college football, I think, this year. And obviously, that's why I think Ban- Georgia will win this one. Then we get the eight o'clock games on Saturday. ACC championship. I don't think anybody saw this coming back in September. Pitt will be taking on Wake Forest. Yeah, I, I do like Wake Forest. Oh man, this is tough. I, I thought about. <laughs> Like Kenny Pick- Pickett versus um, Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman, yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that that's as good as it can get right there. Um, I do like Wake Forest to pull off the upset here. I just think Wake Forest's offense. I mean, both both offenses are really good, but I think Wake Forest comes out on top here in the in this game. So, yeah, I'd have to go with Wake Forest on the upset as well. I like the way they looked. They they've been one of the more exciting teams to follow along this year. Um, Pitt, you know, they're ranked higher, but I also think that. Pitt tends to stumble a lot when it comes to games that are actually like they need to win. So I think Wake Forest definitely has a good, solid chance and will probably upset them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I mean, it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think the over-under set 71 right now, and I still think it's going to go over. Wake Forest has scored less than 35 points once this year. That was against wow. a very, a very an awesome Clemson defense. So they've been awesome all year long. It's it's tough to say. Kenny Pickett will probably tear apart that Wake Forest defense because that Wake Forest defense is not very good. But Wake Forest had such a special season. I'm going to go with Wake Forest in this one. They're going to get to their New Year's Six Bowl and they're going to and finish off what has been an incredible season for them. And then finally, in Indianapolis this weekend for the Big Ten Championship game, the Michigan Wolverines for the first time in the Big Ten Championship will take on the Iowa Hawkeyes. I like I like Michigan in this game. I think I think they're going to. To be honest, I think they're going to roll Iowa. I mean, Michigan has looked uh, unstoppable right now. I mean, what they did to Ohio State, winning forty-two to twenty-seven, <clears throat> and then you know, what they've done down the stretch here, you know, beating Maryland by what was it like 30, 40 points. So yeah, I like Michigan in this game in the Big Ten championship to get their first win in about what was it like seventeen years? Is that I, correct? I I mid two thousand something yeah, like that. Something so, like yeah, that. yeah. So yeah, and it should be noted that Michigan's favored by eleven. I think they go for more. I think their defense has looked incredibly good this year, and their offense looks great as well. You know, Hassan Haskins has been really good in, in that run game, and we saw that in that Ohio State game. So I, I think it's a clear winner, Michigan over Iowa. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it's so tough. 
I, I think the 11 points is too much. This game's going to look a lot like the 2015 Big Ten Championship between Michigan State and Iowa. I mean, what was the final score? 13-9, to nine, something, something like that. Like that it's yeah. a low-scoring game. I think this will be the same. Iowa's defense is probably the best in the Big Ten. I, oh, I, I, agree. I And that's what scares me. I McNamara has done a good job, but I think they're going to shut down the run. I think I'm not sure if I have the numbers in front of me. Uh, let's see. Defense-wise, Iowa has the better rush defense. Obviously, Michigan's a great running team, especially with Hassan Haskins, who was ridiculous last weekend. And then if they force McNamara to throw the ball, it's not going to be like the Michigan-Michigan State game where the secondary is going to be wide open. He's going to be able to throw for 350 yards. I'm going to go with Michigan. It's going to be close. I mean, it's just going to be one of those games where it's going to be it's going to be a, a dogfight and it's going to be a, it's going to be slow, methodical. Both teams are going to be throwing haymakers, but it's going to be a low-scoring game. But Michigan will win and get most likely into the college football playoff, which is the final topic of today's show. Come Sunday morning, noon, I don't know what time the actual selection committee uh, gets uh, starts, but who will be in for UJ, your four teams? Well, I got Georgia. Um, I think there's no question there. Um, Michigan, like I said, they're going to beat Iowa. I think they get the number two spot. And then number three, uh, man, number three, I probably have to go Bama and then... Even they don't drop even after losing to Georgia. I mean, it's just so tough. Like if they lose close, like you predicted. Yeah, I think if they lose close, either them or Notre Dame. I just and then number four probably have to go OK State. So yeah, yeah I think that's I think that's for me. Three is still kind of undecided, but I, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah, I I would have to agree. Obviously, Georgia number one. If Michigan wins against Iowa, I obviously number two. Number three really comes down to, for me, it comes down to the Cincinnati-Houston game to see if Cincinnati is actually able to, you know, pull a big victory. I think if they pull, a like, a huge gap in scoring, then they have a chance to get the third or fourth spot. But if, if it's a close game, they're not getting the playoffs. So, in that case, I would probably, Oklahoma State, I would have to say, if they win, they're obviously three or four. And depending on where Cincinnati falls, I would have to go with Notre Dame. Yeah, just like like you said, Jacob, that that Cincinnati game is is just so crucial. And it, like I, I picked Houston to make this kind of a close game here. I do think Cincinnati will will find their way in, even though I think it's going to be a pretty close game in the American Championship. So yeah, I got Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Oklahoma I, State. I think I think that's what everyone's going to predict. But. I think. If Oklahoma State wins this weekend, they have to be in. Yeah, they, they, I oh, yeah, don't no see doubt. how you can keep them out. Yep. You beat Baylor, top ten team. You beat Oklahoma a week before as a top ten team. You beat Texas, Baylor, all Kansas State, all top twenty five teams earlier in the year. Especially if Alabama loses to Georgia, that opens it wide up even, for Oklahoma even, State. Even if Cincinnati, even if the well, I mean, I know Georgia and Bama can't win, but even if Bama goes out and wins, obviously Georgia will still stay in, even if they lose this weekend. I don't see how you can keep Oklahoma State out compared to. Cincinnati will have, if they win this weekend, will have two top 25 wins, uh, Notre Dame and then Houston. Michigan with a win this weekend. This is only their second top 25 win if they win this weekend. They, I mean, to be honest, they're, they're, I mean, beating Ohio State is impressive. I'm not going to disregard that. But the only two ranked teams they played this year is Michigan State and Ohio State. They haven't been the most tested team. Obviously, they get the respect that they deserve because they are Michigan. They're that brand. Same with Alabama. But I think if Oklahoma State 
had the resume that Michigan had, I don't think they'd be anywhere near the playoff picture, personally. So I'm not sure how this is going to play out. I think Oklahoma State will get in with a win. Bama, the Bama loses close. It's going to be an interesting conversation. If mm-hmm. they lose close, but Cincinnati loses, I think they're yeah. still they're still in. I don't yep. think they'll push Notre Dame in unless there's. I mean, I, I, there'd have to be an absolute the craziest weekend in college football where Georgia wins, Iowa wins. You'd need Houston, Baylor, all to win. It'd be I mean, it'd be an awesome weekend to watch with college football. But I I most likely see, yeah, my my four. I'll just yeah, my four is Georgia, Michigan. Oklahoma State and Bama will stay in even with a loss. So we'll have to see. It's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy weekend. I'm pretty excited. Yes. So. The only uh, the yeah. committee's got a sweat on this yes. one. Yes. <laughs> the only the only question I think there is is if like if the scenario I just proposed happens is Oklahoma State or Bama. Do you want Georgia to play Bama again at four, or do you want Oklahoma State to play Georgia? Obviously, both teams you're not going to be very happy with your result. And I honestly think a team like Michigan being at two. You, you don't want Bama at three because a Nick Saban coach team that gets three weeks to get ready for you, that's tough. I mean, I think that's part of the issue I have with the playoff is that you get three weeks to get ready for a single game. These well-coached programs, it's hard to lose those games because you have three weeks to prepare and get ready for. But obviously we'll have to wait and see on Sunday. Also on Sunday we'll get to see all the New Year's Six Bowls. Should be exciting, obviously. Uh, there's a bunch of teams that are on the outside or on the edge looking at a team like Michigan State, hoping to make a Fiesta Bowl. If Iowa wins, State mostly State most likely drops out. A bunch of scenarios that can happen this weekend. We'll just have to sit back, enjoy the college football, and see. That is going to do it for us here at Impact Sports Daily on Friday, December 3rd. I am your host, Matt Merrifield. I was joined today with Jacob Phillips and Jada Coster. Thank you guys for coming on the show, and I hope everybody has a great weekend. You've been listening to Impact Sports Daily. Our thanks to Impact's General Manager, Jeremy Whiting, Station Manager, Amber Kinetsky, and Programming Director, McKenna Lowndes. For more, visit impact89fm.org sports.